150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fifth Seal, Episode 2. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. So the Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world, to share stories of Christian persecution, um, uh, where our brothers and sisters are persecuted because of their faith in Christ, and to count down the top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. It is a countdown, that is why the episode numbers go backwards. Uh, yesterday was episode three, today's two, tomorrow is one. Then we will actually take a break through the month of December and pick up in January with the uh, World Watch List 2021 reporting period. And we will count down from 50 through 31, January to October. And then next month, uh, next November, Persecuted Church Awareness Month, we will once again count down the top 30 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List for 2021. All that is just a little bit of background uh, on the podcast for those of you who might be new, just joining us today, a little bit of why we do what we do. And all that being said, it is Sunday, November 29th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. According to local reports, a Christian teen from Pakistan's Punjab province has recently returned to her family after being abducted and abused by a group of Muslim men. On September 28th, five armed men identified as Talha Maider, Bilawal Jafar, Jafar Sharif, Salman, and Nomi forcibly entered into the home of Maksku Masi, located in village 258 of the Faisalabad district. According to Masi, the attackers were there to abduct his 16-year-old daughter, Shiza. Members of the family attempted to protect Shiza, but were beaten and abused by the assailants. Shiza was dragged into the street, forced into a vehicle, and taken to an unknown place where she was raped and abused for three days. According to Shiza, her abusers often called her Chori, a derogatory term used against Pakistani Christians. To cover their crimes, Shiza's abductors forcefully converted her to Islam and marrying her to one of the assailants. Shiza's abductors used threats and physical violence to force Shiza to place her thumb impressions on both the marriage and conversion certificates. After two months in captivity, Shiza managed to escape, and on November 23rd, Shiza returned to her family. Shiza and her family have filed an application against the abductors and have moved to a safe location. However, the police have yet to arrest any of the men identified by Shiza. According to a study by the Movement for Solidarity and Peace in Pakistan, an estimated 1,000 Christian and Hindu women are abducted, forcefully married, and forcefully converted to Islam every year. Many of the victims are minors, sexual assaults, and fraudulent marriages are used by perpetrators to entrap victims, and authorities are often complicit. The issue of religion is injected into cases of sexual assault to place victims from religious minority communities to a disadvantage. Playing upon religious biases, perpetrators know they can cover up and justify their crimes by introducing an element of religion. So, again, this is just like we've done multiple stories over the last couple of weeks on specifically this 
specifically talking about Arzu Raja, who at this point is claiming that she willingly uh, converted and married her abductor. But as we see these things, there there's often threats of violence and so on, violence against the family. And so she may be doing this. We're, we're hoping, and our prayer is, that Arzu is, is making these statements because out of fear or fear for her family and that she truly has not recanted her faith in Christ. And so we just pray for her, pray for this family, pray that justice will be done with, the, uh, with these assailants and that God will intervene and maybe use this Shiza's uh, testimony and her witness to draw even her abductors to repentance and faith in him. So also from persecution.org, on November 24th, India's Uttar Pradesh state has approved the draft of a controversial law that would check unlawful religious conversions. The ruling BJP party has brought forward the law to counter what it calls a quote-unquote love jihad against the state's Hindu community. The law's actual name is Vidhi Virad Dharmantaran Act 2020 and is essentially an anti-conversion law targeting the state's Muslim and Christian communities. Similar laws have been enacted in eight other states in India called Freedom of Religion Acts. These laws are often used to harass the Christian minority. Last year, a law commission in Uttar Pradesh submitted a draft law called the Uttar Pradesh Freedom of Religious Bill 2019, which included a provision stating that any religious conversion done for the purpose of marriage would be illegal. It also criminalized any forced religious conversion. On November 24th, this provision was cleared by Chief Minister Yogi Adinyatath. In quote, in the long term, its bigger victim will be the Christian will be Christian evangelization. Unquote. Dr. John Dial told International Christian Concern. Quote, this may be this may almost be the death knell of the independent or itinerant pastor. Unquote. Quote, anyone can bring about a charge and a pastor will be culpable. Dr. Dial continued. Uttar Pradesh does not have the MP uh, Chhattisgarh anti-conversion law, though the entire state police force in Uttar Pradesh believes seems to believe it exists. This will further empower the police and the thugs. Unquote. Historically, wherever anti-conversion laws are enacted, there has been a rise in the incidence of anti-Christian violence. Christians in Uttar Pradesh are concerned and approved, concerned the approved draft law could push religious minorities into a more hostile situation. So we, we talked about this as well. These anti-conversion laws that come into play are often used to bring false charges against Christians, specifically Christian pastors, and evangelists in those areas to uh, have them arrested, have them imprisoned, uh, often they're beaten and uh, brutalized because of the preaching of the gospel. So these anti-conversion laws just give an excuse for those things to happen. So pray for our brothers and sisters in India. That brings us to our world watch list for today, which is Afghanistan. A few facts about Afghanistan. The region is Central Asia. The persecution type is ethnic antagonism. The persecution level is extreme. Population of Afghanistan is 37,209,000, of which maybe a few thousand, uh, unspecified number, but a very, 
very minute uh, minority of the country is Christian. The main religion is Islam, the government is an Islamic Republic, and the leader is President Ashraf Ghani. Afghanistan is a tribal society, and loyalty to one's family, clan, and tribe are extremely important. As an Islamic society, it is illegal for an Afghani per person to leave Islam. The country is increasingly challenged by Islamic militants. The Taliban controls or contests more and more areas, and an ISIS-affiliated group also targets minorities. Those who decide to follow Jesus do so in secret. Those who are discovered to be Christians may be sent to a mental hospital because their families believe no sane person would leave Islam. They may also be beaten or even killed by family members or members of Islamic extremist groups like the Taliban. Violence against Christians remains very high, but the measures taken against converts depends on the family. One Christian in Afghanistan says, quote, How we survive daily, only God knows. He knows because he has been kind to dwell with us. But we are tired of all the death around us, unquote. There are reports that several Christians have been killed in the World Watch List 2020 reporting period, but for security reasons, no details can be published. Any visible acts of Christian worship are dangerous, as, in, as all religious changes are notice, noticed and reported. This often means that converts have to relocate, neighborhood pressure and the influence of the Taliban and ISIS is strong. If someone is found even exploring any faith other than Islam, and especially if they are suspected of having converted, the penalty can be death. Christians will be employed as long as it is believed they are Afghan Muslims. If it is discovered that they are even exploring Christianity uh, via websites or the internet, immediately uh, immediate action is taken to, quote, re-indoctrinate them until they are, and any group involved, comply. This can mean torture. So prayer points for Afghanistan. Converts from Islam face strong pressure from their loved ones to recount their Christian faith. Pray for courage and protection for these believers who must live their faith in secret. Pray for openness to religions outside of Islam in this country where conversion is not allowed. The number of Christians, the small number of Christian converts in the country must remain in hiding. The increasing level of violence creates a general sense of insecurity. And there are no signs of improvement for the foreseeable future. Please pray for stability and peace. Radical groups like ISIS use universities to spread their ideology and recruit new fighters. Pray students and professors would have wisdom and discernment. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for this time we have to come together to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world because of their faith in you. We thank you that you've provided us a medium, us, this, this social media platform that we can come together uh, across vast distances to pray together and even time as many people will be listening later today or tomorrow next week but still joining their voices with us as we pray for our brothers and sisters so lord we thank you that you have provided all of this for us father we lift up our, our brothers and sisters in pakistan especially especially um, these young christian girls who are often targets of muslim men who abduct beat rape and then force them to marry and convert to islam uh, to cover up their their actions and uh, lord we pray that that you would more like uh, shiza would be able to escape their abductors return to their families lord that that uh, 
the police and the government will will do something about these men who are are abducting and and raping these young girls that justice will be served but lord ultimately we pray for the souls of these men we pray that they would turn to you in repentance and faith that even the witness of the girls that they brutalized uh, would be enough to to draw them to you to cause them to repent and put their trust and their faith in you jesus lord we lift up our brothers and sisters in india where especially pastors and evangelists where where these anti-conversion laws are, are going more and more into effect and they're being used uh, to harass Christian pastors and evangelists who, who share the gospel. Lord, we pray that, that you would hinder the, the passing of these laws, that you would uh, st- intervene in the government and these laws would not pass, but they would be reversed, and that uh, the ability to preach the gospel would be given to Christians to, to be able to preach your word without fear of uh, being imprisoned or beaten or any of these other things, Lord. We pray that um, you would help to reduce the the violence against uh, those who follow you, Lord. And again, that, that there would continue to be boldness in preaching the gospel, even in light of possible uh, arrest and, and being charged with uh, forced conversions or any of these things, Lord, but that these men you would raise up and they would still be willing to, to preach your gospel and, uh, and share the truth with those people around them. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan. We do pray for those who are, are in hiding and secretly practicing their faith. Lord, I pray that you would connect them with other Christians who can walk alongside them, who can disciple them, that they can grow together in fellowship and maturity in their faith. Um, and, uh, and, and just grow in their, their knowledge and their faith in you, Lord. We pray for uh, a change in the government, that, that religious freedom would be allowed, that openness to other religions would be allowed in this country, and that Christians would not have to hide their faith in you. We pray that uh, that you would bring stability and peace to this, this region, Lord, that um, you would... Uh, again hinder the activities of these fundamentalist islamic groups isis and the taliban and so on that that would be an an easement on uh our brothers and sisters there who are trying to to worship you and and exercise their faith and uh and we pray that the students and professors in these universities would have discernment and uh god that that they wouldn't allow ISIS and the Taliban to use the the universities as a, a place of recruitment and just propaganda um, against Christians, but that you would um, protect the, the Christians that are there. Um, and again, God, that you would intervene in these places and that you would receive glory even in the midst of, of our brothers and sisters being persecuted and that you would be glorified in their willingness to stand firm in their faith in the midst of of extreme persecution, Lord. Um, And and we just, we pray that you would use their their witness and their proclamation of the gospel to draw others to yourself. And it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Again, thank you guys for being part of this. Uh, We've got one more day. Tomorrow we will do uh, the number one country on Open Doors USA's world watch list. And then again, we will be taking a break for the month of December. 
excuse me, picking up again in January. So still, if you know anybody who'd be willing to join this group, who'd be part of what we are doing to raise awareness to the persecuted church and pray for our brothers and sisters, have them come over and join the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Um, I will get them approved. I do require an approval on there just so we don't get a whole lot of of, of spam and, and just obviously there are a lot of people that try to join the group that are not that have other motives uh, for joining the group not to join and pray so I do require approval I see everybody who joins but I will I am usually pretty quick about getting people approved to be part of the group when they when they request it or they can go over to uh, the Evangelical Norm YouTube channel subscribe there and get all the content that I released I did three podcasts yesterday so um, a lot of a lot of, of content coming out over there so you can subscribe hit the notifications get all that and also if you don't have time to sit down and watch a 15 to 20 minute video you can grab this as an audio podcast wherever you get your audio podcast from itunes google Podcasts, spotify amazon pandora all those places the fifth seal is available just search for the fifth seal and you can get the podcast download it put it in your earbuds and take it with you as you go and do whatever it is that you're doing and still be able to join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world so once again thank you uh for your your participation in this for praying with us and as always preach the gospel at all times use words they're necessary and until tomorrow soli deo gloria <music>